Hello and welcome, friends, family, and of course, enemies alike, to episode 114 of Reading Cadence. I am your host, the displaced Wisconsinite, Phil Olson. Now, throughout the month of November, we are going through recipe books, and I have found the recipe book for you. In this Thanksgiving holiday season, we are in pie season, and this recipe book is entitled 12 Pies Husbands Like Best, Aunt Jenny's Recipe Book, and it gets better, published by Lever Brothers Company, copyright 1952. Now, if you're like me, you were like, wait a second, Phil, this was published in 1952. It's under copyright, to which I will respond, well, Apparently, according to the Copyright Alliance, there is a clause for books like this called the Idea-Expression Dichotomy, which basically says that ideas cannot be copyrighted. The expression of those ideas can, but the ideas themselves cannot. So, in this recipe book that I'm reading, there's not an expression of ideas until later on. So I'm going to just be reading the actual recipes. Uh, And substantial literary expression can be copyrighted. So we're going to have to watch out for that. But I mean, golly, 1952? I mean, we're only 48 years before the 21st century turns. So, hey, we're, we're sitting pretty right now. Um, The other thing you might notice is that this book is geared towards women, allegedly wives, who uh, are looking for pies to make for their husbands. Uh, Also, we've got this mythical Aunt Jenny, because I don't even know she's real, especially since this recipe book has gone to great lengths to convince me that she is. We have, as I'm looking at this, a picture of her, a a photograph that has been superimposed onto the page, Uh, and then we have a letter from Aunt Jenny herself. You tell me if this sounds like a marketing ploy or a legitimate person. Dear friend, here is my newest spry cookbook with 12 recipes for beautiful pies. I'm so glad you sent for it, and I hope you'll try every one of them. They are recipes you can depend on, because they've been tested over and over again in the Lever Test Kitchens. Sounds really shifty to me. What's more, this book is chock full of tricks that will make pies the easiest thing you bake. There's the easy, quick, spry, water whip method that takes all the guesswork out of pie crust, even for beginners. There's an improved standard pastry recipe. There are dozens of hints for rolling, decorating, even freezing pies. Once you've tried these easy, simple methods, you'll feel like making pies and tarts much more often, I know. And one member of your family is going to be especially happy. Nearly every man loves pie. Then give him pie to his heart's content, 
any one of these recipes is sure to be pie to his liking. They were chosen because they are the pies that surveys, research, letters in my mail show most men like best. So begin anywhere. Run your own popularity contest. See which pies wins with him. Sincerely yours, Aunt Jenny. Now, of course, I am not very convinced that this letter was truly written by Aunt Jenny. Um, I am very suspicious and cynical in that way. Um, and also, if I'm going to look at some recipes, I don't care about the surveys or the research or the letters in your mail. I want to know if it actually tastes good. And I mean, maybe, you know, all of these scientific facts can prove to me that the ingredients that were selected and blended together make a delicious pie. But if not one person says they like this pie, how am I supposed to be able to tell? And also, why is this only good for, for husbands, okay? I'm a single dude. Can I make this pie for myself? I mean, this is seems like a very uh, targeted audience that they're going after. And so, Aunt Jenny, I don't, I don't know if I'm sold on you quite yet. But uh, for all of you other folks who I guess have husbands, I don't know why that's the qualifying criteria here. But if you have a husband, might I offer 12 pie recipes to you for this Thanksgiving holiday season. 12 pies husbands like best. Aunt Jenny's recipe book. Regal cream on chocolate pie. Make a baked water whip pie shell. Soften one teaspoon gelatin in two tablespoons cold water. Melt one ounce chocolate cut in pieces in one and a quarter cups milk in top of double boiler. Blend with rotary egg beater. Mix half cup sugar, two tablespoons cornstarch, one quarter teaspoon salt. Add to chocolate mixture and cook until thick and smooth. Then cook 15 minutes longer, stirring constantly. Beat three egg yolks well. Stir a small amount of chocolate mixture into egg yolks. Return to double boiler and cook a few minutes longer. Add one tablespoon butter or margarine, one teaspoon vanilla and gelatin mixture. Mix well. Cool. Fold in three stiffly beaten egg whites. Whip half a cup of heavy cream and fold into chocolate mixture. Pour into baked pie shell. Chill in refrigerator several hours or until firm. When ready to serve, whip one cup heavy cream and spread over filling. Sprinkle one cup grated fresh coconut or shredded moist coconut over cream and decorate with curls of shaved chocolate. Keep chilled until all is served. Deep dish blueberry pie. Make pie dough 
using recipe for water whip pie shell. Mix four cups fresh blueberries, or blackberries, raspberries, boysenberries, or huckleberries, three quarter cup sugar, one and a half tablespoons of tapioca or flour, one eighth teaspoon salt, one teaspoon lemon juice, and put in oblong baking dish 10 inches by 6 inches by 2 inches. Dot 1 tablespoon butter or margarine over berries. Roll pie dough into a rectangle 1 eighth inch thick. Fit dough over berries, making a crimped edge and pressing in onto edge of dish. Cut slits for steam to escape. Decorate top with blueberries and leaves cut from pastry trimmings. Bake in hot oven, 425 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 to 45 minutes. Serve warm with a mixture of half a cup mashed cottage cheese, one quarter cup heavy cream whipped, one tablespoon confectioner's sugar, dash of salt, and few drops of vanilla. Makes six servings. Heritage pumpkin pie. Make an unbaked water whip pie shell. Mix one and a half cups canned or cooked pumpkin or squash. One cup firmly packed brown sugar, half a teaspoon of salt, two teaspoons cinnamon, one teaspoon ginger, two tablespoons molasses. Add three slightly beaten eggs, one cup evaporated milk, and mix thoroughly. Pour into unbaked, unpricked pie shell. Bake in hot oven 425 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 to 45 minutes or until knife inserted into center comes out clean. Serve with sharp cheese or with topping of whipped cream. Quote unquote, his favorite apple pie. Make water whip pie crust. Divide dough in half and shape each into a flat round. Roll one half about an eighth inch thick and line a nine inch pie pan. Prepare six cups paired, cored, thin apple slices. Arrange half of slices in pastry lined pan. Mix one cup sugar, three quarter teaspoon cinnamon, one quarter teaspoon nutmeg, one eighth teaspoon salt, one teaspoon lemon juice, and sprinkle half a mixture over apples in pan. Arrange remaining slices on top and cover with remaining sugar mixture. Dot one tablespoon butter or margarine over filling. Trim pastry even with pan. Roll remaining dough as before and lay over apples. Trim pastry half an inch beyond pan. Fold it under bottom crust. Press edges together with fork. Cut decorative slits in top 
for steam to escape. Brush pastry with slightly beaten egg white and sprinkle with sugar. Bake in hot oven, 425 degrees Fahrenheit, 45 to 55 minutes. Note, if apples are very juicy, add one tablespoon cornstarch to sugar mixture and blend thoroughly. Dreamy Banana Cream Pie Make a baked water whip pie shell. Scald two cups milk in top of double boiler. Mix three tablespoons flour, two tablespoons cornstarch, half a cup of sugar, a quarter teaspoon salt. Add gradually to scalded milk and cook until thick and smooth. Then cook 15 minutes longer, stirring constantly. Beat three egg yolks slightly. Stir a small amount of hot mixture into yolks. Return to double boiler and cook a few minutes longer. Add one tablespoon butter or margarine, one teaspoon vanilla, and blend. Cool. Slice three or four bananas and arrange in baked pie shell. Cover at once with cooled filling. At serving time, whip one, half a cup heavy cream. Drop by teaspoonfuls on filling around rim of pie, piling remaining cream in center. Decorate by inserting two banana slices, butterfly fashion, into cream at tip of each serving. Old South Butterscotch Pie. Make a baked water whip pie shell. Mix one and a quarter cups firmly packed dark brown sugar, a quarter teaspoon salt, two tablespoons water in top of double boiler, boil over direct heat to a thick syrup about five minutes. Blend a quarter cup milk with four and a half tablespoons cornstarch. Add one and three quarter cups milk and combine with hot syrup and cook over hot water until thick and smooth. Then cook 15 minutes longer, stirring constantly. Beat three egg yolks slightly. Stir a small amount of hot mixture into egg yolks. Return to double boiler and cook five minutes longer. Add two tablespoons butter or margarine, half a teaspoon vanilla, and cool. Pour into baked pie shell. At serving time, whip one cup heavy cream and arrange in a border around top of pie, leaving a three-inch circle of uncovered filling in center. Arrange pecan halves around filling inside cream border or sprinkle filling with coarsely cut toasted pecans. Keep refrigerated until all is served. Crumbly top apple pie. Make an unbaked water whip pie shell. Mix a quarter cup sugar, three quarter teaspoon cinnamon, one eighth teaspoon salt, four cups paired cored thin apple slices. Arrange apple slices in pie shell.
blend three quarter cup firmly packed brown sugar, three quarter cup sifted all purpose flour. Cut in one third cup butter or margarine with pastry blender or two knives until crumbly. Sprinkle over apples. Bake in moderately hot oven, 400 degrees Fahrenheit, 30 to 35 minutes. Serve with or without cream. Luscious Lemon Meringue Pie. Make a baked water whip pie shell. Mix half a cup cold water, a quarter cup teaspoon salt, seven tablespoons cornstarch. Combine one and a half cups hot water, one and a quarter cups sugar in top of double boiler and bring to boil over direct heat. Add cornstarch mixture and cook until thickened. Place over boiling water and cook until thick and smooth. 15 minutes. Stirring constantly. Beat three egg yolks slightly. Stir a small amount of hot mixture into yolks, returning to double boiler, and cook a few minutes longer. Add a third cup lemon juice, grated rind of one lemon, one tablespoon butter or margarine, and blend, then cool. Pour into baked pie shell. Spread meringue lightly on filling and bake as directed. Cherry trellis pie. Make standard pie crust. Whoa, going off the beaten path, not water whip pie. Divide dough in half and shape each into a flat round. Roll one half about an eighth inch thick and line a nine inch pie pan. Drain three cups canned sour red pitted cherries. Add a third cup canned cherry syrup, one cup sugar, one teaspoon lemon juice, a quarter teaspoon almond extract, two tablespoons tapioca or flour, one eighth teaspoon salt. Put cherry mixture in pastry lined pan. Dot one tablespoon butter or margarine over cherries trim pastry about a half inch beyond pan and turn dough under to make a stand-up rim. Roll remaining dough and cut into strips one half inch wide. Attach ends of seven strips to rim of pie by moistening and pressing firmly. Twist each strip across fruit and attach at opposite end of pie. Repeat with seven more strips crisscrossing to form attractive trellis top. Flute rim. Bake in hot oven 425 degrees Fahrenheit 50 to 60 minutes. Best coconut custard pie. Make a baked water whip pie shell here we go again. Beat slightly. Three eggs and two egg yolks or four eggs. Add two thirds cup sugar, one half teaspoon salt, 
Two cups milk, one teaspoon vanilla, and mix. Strain mixture. Add three quarter cup shredded toasted coconut and pour into buttered nine inch pie pan. Sprinkle with a quarter teaspoon nutmeg and place pan in larger pan of hot water. Bake in moderate oven 350 degrees Fahrenheit, 35 to 40 minutes. Cool custard at room temperature. Do not refrigerate or custard will stick to pan. Loosen custard thoroughly from pan with knife. Shake gently to loosen from bottom. Slide it quickly but carefully into baked and cooled pie shell. Let's settle a few minutes before serving. Note, to toast coconut, place in shallow pan and toast in moderate oven 350 degrees Fahrenheit until browned, stirring often to brown evenly. Coronation Peach Pie. Make standard pie crust, oh boy. Divide dough in half and shape each into a flat round. Roll one half about an eighth inch thick and line a nine inch pie pan. Drain three cups canned sliced peaches. Add a half cup firmly packed brown sugar, one third cup canned peach syrup, two tablespoons lemon juice, two tablespoons tapioca, flour, or cornstarch, an eighth teaspoon salt, one teaspoon grated orange rind, a quarter teaspoon almond extract. Put peach mixture in pastry-lined pan. Dot one tablespoon butter or margarine over peaches. Roll remaining dough about 3 sixteenth inches thick and cut into strips one half inch wide. Arrange on filling, starting at center and twisting and winding them about six times around the top. Join strips by pinching together. Brush spiral with slightly beaten egg white and sprinkle with sugar. Moisten rim of pie. Press end of one strip on rim. Twist and circle edge of pie, pressing strip against rim where it touches. Join strips as before. Bake in hot oven 425 degrees Fahrenheit, 45 to 55 minutes. Hot and hearty steak pie. Fry. Whoa. One and a half cups sliced onions slowly until yellow in one third cups homogenized spry, whatever that is. Remove onions and save for later use. Cut one and a half pounds round steak in half an inch pieces and roll in mixture of one third cup flour, three teaspoons salt, a quarter teaspoon pepper, sear in hot spry until richly browned. Add three and a quarter cups boiling water, one tablespoon 
Worcestershire sauce and sprinkle in any of the flour mixture that remains. Cover and simmer until meat is tender, about one hour. Add one cup raw potatoes, cut in half-inch cubes, and cook ten minutes longer. Make golden egg pastry. Roll dough into a rectangle, a quarter inch thick, and about one inch larger than ten inches by six inches by two inches baking dish. Pour meat mixture into dish and place cooked onions on top. Fit pastry over top and seal edge of pie. Mark top into six serving portions by cutting small V's with knife point lengthwise and crosswise. In center of each square, make a decorative steam vent by cutting eight short slits in a snowflake pattern. Bake in very hot oven, 450 degrees Fahrenheit, 25 to 30 minutes. Makes six servings. End of 12 recipes of pies for your husband. Now I will say we start out very simple on these pies, okay? We start out with a cold pie, which by the way are my favorite types of pies if you ever get a chance to know me. And, you know, pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. There's not a lot of work to be done. And then it like amps up to like an eight or a 10 or maybe a 12 in my categories of pie making where like you get this deep dish blueberry pie and you're just like, okay, this doesn't seem that bad. And then they're like, now decorate with blueberries and leaves cut from pastry trimmings. And I look at the picture that the deep dish blueberry pie is supposed to look like. And my goodness, if that wasn't an artist who went out of their way to decide to get into baking as well, I mean, <laughs> I could not make that branch and leaf pattern to save my life. I mean, they've even got little small little blueberries like hatching off of the stems. It's a little bit disturbing, but <laughs> Um, you, then you get back to, like, you know, pumpkin pie, okay, which, you know, you can also use squash, apparently, but that's neither here nor there. And then we get to my favorite part, okay, with these two couple of apple pies, okay, <laughs> because one bothers to uh, put in there that these apple slices need to be cored, okay, like, uh, I mean, are there pies where you keep the core in your apples? Like, ever? Have I eaten a pie that has the core in it? Like, every single time I've either eaten an apple or, uh, put an apple in a dish I'm making, the core has not been consumed. So, it is a rather puzzling statement to say that the apple needs to be cored. I wonder if they had people who just gave up on slicing their apples and just chucked a massive apple 
into the apple pie. I was like, you know what? That's that's an apple. There's no need to slice and core it. Like, that would probably be me, to be honest with you. But uh, I just found that kind of hilarious. But then they still get into these ridiculous things. Instead of cutting slits in top for steam to escape, the apple pies and preceding pies that are hot say cut decorative slits in the top one even bothers to say cut them into a snowflake pattern and you're just like what how how do people even like get on these like things now you also may be confused why i pronounced almond almond and not almond and pecan pecan and not pecan and syrup as syrup instead of syrup but you know what that's just what you get when you talk to a wisconsinite um and kudos to them for putting trellises on their cherry pies i hear that's quite an art form so and uh, the coronation pie my goodness like it it's got to be a coronation just on the pie crust okay because you're like doing all these like windings and spiralings and brushings and you know little twists and turns and curves and i the picture's only in black and white but my goodness the detail is incredible if you have further questions on these 12 pies such as what is water whip pie crust what on earth is spry the link is included in the show notes Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Reading Cadence. I am your host, the displaced Wisconsinite Phil Olson, and as they say in showbiz, that's all quote-unquote Aunt Jenny wrote. <laughs>